And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Luke Smith, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we? Super good. Today, we're talking about how to make super contributions without salary sacrificing through work. So, what's that all about? Well, I think the important thing leading into 30 June today is to raise awareness of the ways that people can add money to super and get a tax deduction. And through no fault of anybody's, people still think the old school way of salary sacrificing through your employer is the only way to get money into super, and it's not. So today we're going to touch on another alternative which can give you a little bit more flexibility and control over your super contributions so that you've got clarity leading into 30 June. Okay, so well, let's start from the beginning. How can people add to their super? And uh, is, um, is this the end of traditional salary sacrifice? Uh, look, in a way, it is, because prior to a change of legislation a number of years ago now, the only way for employees to add to superannuation was to salary sacrifice. However, now they can use their own money and direct that to superannuation and claim a tax deduction. So you have option one, traditional salary sacrifice. If that works for you, great. That means every fortnight or every month, your work puts some money into your super fund and your income is reduced during the year. If that doesn't work for you, the alternative we're going to talk about today is to make a personal deductible contribution. And that says you take your own money, you put it into super up to your allowable limit of $27,500 or more. And then you tell the super fund that you wish to claim a tax deduction. You complete some paperwork called a notice of intent. And that tells the super fund, hey, I've put in this $10,000 myself and I wish to claim a tax deduction. And your super fund will remit the appropriate amount of tax and then the super fund's tax return and your tax return will meet up in ATO heaven and you will get the deduction that you're after. And you have the ability to make this contribution any time prior to the 30th of June, keeping in mind that money must be cleared in the super fund before the end of the financial year for it to count towards this year's limit. Okay, so now tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, the traditional salary sacrifice, if you, do, if you choose to take that avenue, that money comes out of your salary before tax, just like your other super contributions, doesn't it? Correct, that's right. Okay. And if you use your own money, that's... you are getting the same net effect at the end of the year because you get the same deduction. Yes. Yeah, whether so, it goes through work or yourself. So if you use your own money, obviously that's after-tax money, but that's why when you get the tax deduction, it brings you back to having the uh, the same net result. Exactly right. So let's look at a quick example. If I had $100,000 of income and I got $15,000 of contributions from my employer and I put $10,000 of my own money into superannuation before the end of the year your workplace doesn't know that you've done that and they don't allow for it in their tax considerations. So when you lodge your tax return, your accountant will say, you earn $100,000, you were taxed on $100,000, but you put $10,000 in and claimed a tax deduction, so now your taxable income on paper falls to $90,000 and that can result in you benefiting from a refund or a reduction in your broader tax depending on what your total situation entails. So uh, what then is the benefit of doing it uh, out of your own money as compared to doing it uh, through salary sacrifice? Yeah, look, that's a question that we get a lot uh, when people are made aware of the ability to do this 
some of the key reasons that you would consider doing that would be the timing of when you start. So, for example, let's say you come to see somebody like me and it's May and you've only got two months until the end of the financial year. If you were to salary sacrifice, you may not be able to salary sacrifice enough of your wages over that time frame, which means you could miss out on the deduction. So a personal contribution is a great way to add larger amounts of money into super without having to go through your employer and getting the same tax benefit. Another consideration could be that your priority over the course of a financial year is to pay down, say, the mortgage on your home. So you want to save and save and save and save and save as that's a priority for your household given we've got rising interest rates. You may want to lower the interest you're incurring on your home. And then in June, you may wish to pull money out of the offset account that you've been saving into and use those proceeds or that capital to add to superannuation to get a tax benefit, effectively letting you get two uses for what is theoretically the same cash. So that's another reason why you may make a personal contribution. The third and key real reason is if you've sold an asset in this financial year and you've incurred capital gains tax or you have room in your concessional cap to use previous financial year space, and we'll be talking about this strategy next week, but it's the, the catch-up contribution strategy, you could put in potentially twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000, depending on how much available space you have in a single transaction to lower the capital gains tax on the sale of something like an investment property or something of that nature. So there's a couple of key strategic considerations that can be really beneficial if you think about it like this. Okay, so uh, there might well be uh, a number of different strategic reasons for doing it, but the other difference, of course, is that, as you pointed out, if you're going through the salary sacrifice route, what that means is that the money comes out a little chunk at a time at the same time as you get paid your salary, doesn't it? That's exactly right. And that's a really good way for people who have questionable financial self-control, i.e., for all the spenders out there that see a couple of dollars in their bank account and think, I definitely need some new Jordans or I definitely need a new watch or I definitely need a trip to Hawaii, if that's you, salary sacrifice. Because out of sight, out of mind, good, strong, repetitious behaviour that you don't have to think about works for some people. Other people like to have control of their cash flow. They've got a little bit, of, a little bit more self-control, if you like, and they can save up during the year to then make those contributions leading into 30 June. Regardless of how you do it, just do what works for you. But I just want the listeners to be aware that there is more than one way to get money into super and lower your taxable income before the 30th of June. Okay, so those differences are then that the salary sacrifice is instalments uh, that correspond with uh, your pay schedule when you get paid. A little bit goes into the superannuation on top of the compulsory contribution. But the other avenue, when you choose to make a personal contribution, you can put in a large lump sum and do it all in one hit. That's exactly right. And I cannot stress enough, you must, must, must tell the fund you are claiming a tax deduction because if you do not lodge the notice of intent that I mentioned earlier, the fund does not know that you're claiming a deduction and their default position is that it is tax-free. So no form, no deduction. So for the listeners out there, write this down, notice of intent. You can download it from the ATO website and all it simply says is you write to your fund after you've put your money in and it says, hey, Mr. Superfund, I put in $10,000 I'd like to claim $10,000 as a tax deduction. You sign it, you send it in, 
and then your fund will write back to you and say, hey, Billy, thanks very much for that paperwork. We'll give you that tax deduction and we've remitted our side of that transaction. Have a nice day. Well, it's always nice when people tell you to have a nice day, isn't it? Here's a question for you. What if uh, what if you are a little older and you've already started taking a pension from your super? Can you still put money back into it? Well, there's a great strategy. So think about this scenario. You're over 60. You're working full time. You'd like to make a contribution to super, but your kids' school fees are going through the roof. You can make a pension payment in May under the transition to retirement rules, or if you've already met a condition of release, pay a pension out in May. You could then use those same capital proceeds from the pension to put money into superannuation as a great funding source to put money to super. So again, we start to blend our strategies and stack them together now. If we have a pension that takes money out, we can use that same money to put it in, and the pension could be the funding source because you may want to hold the money in the offset account of your house to offset the interest on a home loan. So again, it's very important to sit down and start with why and then work your way backwards from there so that you can get the best strategic outcome for your situation considering the various moving parts that you may have in play for your family or your individual position. On a recent program, we talked about super splitting. Can you split your personal contributions as well? So let's really stretch the the, the elastic band this afternoon. I make a deductible contribution for myself. I write to my fund and I say, I'd like to claim X amount as a tax deduction, please. The fund will write back to me and say, thanks for that paperwork, Luke. We will remit the tax in July because super splitting has to be done after the end of the financial year. I could split that contribution to my spouse 100%. I'm glad you've been listening, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I need to pay attention because uh, that way I notice when you stop talking and I realise I have to say something. That's exactly right. But again, there's a great example of how we start to now stack strategies together and stack them on top of each other. So we make a pension payment that gives us the capital to make a super contribution. So now we get a tax deduction and reduce our tax. And then in July, if it's appropriate, we could split that money to a spouse under the super splitting legislation and equalise our retirement savings, or for, for many other reasons. Um, so there's a great example of how you can put multiple strategies together to get the best possible outcome. And you haven't actually, in that example, you haven't actually used any of your personal money because it's come in and out of super. Because your eligibility to make a super contribution has nothing to do with your ability to work under the age of 67. Okay. Now, obviously, uh, as we get closer to the uh, the time of retirement, we're trying to think about our future. Is the main reason for putting in additional personal contributions, is the main reason for doing that to get the tax deduction or is it to build up your savings in your super fund? I think it's a combination of the two. I think it's very important that people proactively add to superannuation to maximise the efficiency of the tax they pay on their various sources of income. That could be wages, that could be rent from a property, that could be dividends from shares, that could be from the sale of an asset, and you've got capital gains tax considerations. So building your retirement capital and your wealth leading into the time when you want it most, I think is very important to be proactive. And if you can eke out as much of the tax side of things as possible, I think you'd be crazy not to. And then look at using other strategies like that catch-up concessional strategy that's available under certain situations, um, because that can then help 
by making a deductible contribution like this, you could potentially lower the capital gains tax on the sale of an asset. And that has nothing to do with whether you are working or not. You may have retired, you may have then sold an asset. And if you're under 67, you could put $27,500 or more, depending on the value of your super, into your, into your superannuation account, claim a significant tax deduction and potentially reduce the capital gains tax on the sale of an investment property, for example. So it's, it's very important that we come back to why. Why am I doing it? And why is it a good strategic consideration for me, my partner, my family, my unit, my business, whoever's doing it to gain that benefit going forward? Indeed. Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me on the phone today. We're talking about how to make super contributions uh, without salary sacrificing because there's more than one way to skin the proverbial cat. Luke, what are the key things to remember when we're making this decision? Yes. Okay, so the first one we can touch on here is use your own money, but make sure you tell the fund you wish to claim a deduction and you must lodge what's called a notice of intent. Without that form, you don't get your tax deduction and there'll be tears um, and nobody likes that. So put your money into the fund, then write to your fund and tell them, hey, I put in X, I'd like to claim X, sign it, send it to them, and then they will write back and confirm that they have applied the necessary tax profile to your money. Make sure that money is cleared before 30 June. The rules don't change here between personal and employer. The money must be cleared in the Superfund bank account for them to count towards this financial year's limit. Don't exceed your annual limit of 27500 and remember that that limit includes anything you get from your employer plus whatever you salary sacrifice or make as a personal contribution in total. So don't think that it's 27500 from work and 27500 from you. It's one limit of 27500 from all possible sources. So that one's very, very important. Use personal contributions at the end of the financial year to lower your tax whilst building up your offset account to pay down the interest on your home. That's a very good strategy with that. Also use it to reduce the potential capital gains tax on the sale of an investment property. You could use some of those proceeds to reach the 27,500 limit or more if you have catch up space to try and maximize the return from other personal assets. Hold money in an offset account if you're a good saver. Fill up your offset account during the year and then draw out of that offset account in June, that way you've reduced the interest incurred on potentially a non-deductible home loan, and then you've pulled the money out of your offset account on the 1st of June, put the money into super, and you've had two uses for effectively the same fund. Or as you said, Leon, if you've already started a pension, use an annual pension payment as funding source for your contribution so that you can keep paying down your home loan and getting in front of your mortgage because interest rates are continuing to rise. So make a pension payment, then use the proceeds from that pension payment to make a super contribution because, believe it or not, you can do both at the same time. There is no rule that says you can't. Um, and I think if people act proactively leading into 30 June and line up their ducks, they can get the best possible tax outcome for this financial year and eke out the best possible return available to them. Indeed. So the important question now, Luke, where can listeners get more information? Yeah, so 62604749. We have envisionfinancial.com.au on the internet. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stack of Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. We've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra, where we have each week showing all of the key takeouts. We've got the Strategy Stacker. The handle there is on TikTok is the Strategy Stacker. 
And uh, we've got the book coming out. So I've got a, a copy last week we had on the show, so Smart Money Strategy. That's out uh, 14th of March, and that'll be available at Dimix, QBD, and Harry Hartog. Um, tell them I sent you. And if you'd like me to sign a copy, my mum would be very, very impressed. <laughs> I'm sure she would. Uh, and you can also get the book online too, can't you? That's exactly right. So you can get it on Amazon and Booktopia, and the link there is www.envisionfinancial.com.au forward slash smart money strategy book. Smart Money Strategy, and it's uh, available in good bookstores or online. The office number again is 62604749. Luke, thanks very much uh, for joining us today, and we'll catch up with you again next Friday. Wonderful. See you next week, mate. Thanks very much, Luke Smith from Envision Financial, and Luke will be back with us again at the same time next Friday once again to talk money matters right here on 2 C.